I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for the 18th of March 2015. How are you guys doing? How's everyone, everyone listening to this? Yeah, everyone all right? Everyone having a good week? They're nodding. A uh, big week for Marvin Gaye's family. Why? Did you, oh, you know why. You don't well, need to I, set I, it up. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I just kind Robin of... Robin Thicke and Pharrell. I didn't really look into there it. There was a lawsuit between Marvin Gaye and and Pharrell and Robin Thicke. Their song, Blurred Lines. So what... They did, stole from Marvin Gaye, apparently. And what did they steal exactly? Just the feel of the song. No. Which is weird, because now you kind of need to sue Oasis for stealing the feel of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, that's it. You have to, you know, everyone can now sue everyone. Thing is, right, about this is, for one, and I'm just putting it out there, the Marvin Gaye song is not as good as the Robin Thicke song, which is a controversial opinion, given that it's the most hated song of last year. Right. It's not as catchy. And basically, there's three things that they think they stole, which is basically the backbeat, the drums, the cowbell, and the and the sort of bass rhythm, which is played on an organ. Uh-huh. And apparently, they stole that and they sued, and they won five million. Marvin Gaye's estate won five million quid, and Marvin Gaye's daughter, she was crying on the news. Google it. Just Google Marvin Gaye, like Robin Thicke or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, should we find it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marvin Gaye. Uh, thick. I'm gonna put Marvin Gaye thick. Right now, uh, it's Marvin Gaye's daughter. I feel free, free from, uh, honestly, free from Pharrell Williams and Robin Thicke's chains and what they tried to keep on us and, and the lies that were told. This was a miracle. Right. Did they touch her? Okay, 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 okay. Let's look at it from her point of view, right? Let's look at it from her point of view for a sec, right? right? Her dad couldn't defend himself because her granddad shot her dad. Right. So that's not a nor- Just to give it some uh, perspective on why she was so emotional about it, right? Right. I get it. That's like, that's a hard life. But you just won five million quid because of pop music. Yeah, I would. I'd be. I'd be fucking. If I'd won that lawsuit, I'd be walking out. I'd just be throwing money and candy at people, laughing, just covering myself with two hands and different in lipstick. <laughs> you know, Where's she got. She just won five million quid because someone wrote a song. That's insane. And now she's suggesting that um, Pharrell Happy is stolen from a Marvin Gaye song as well. Well, it's open season now. Does <laughs> yeah. it set a yeah, legal exactly. precedent? Then? I, she's people... suing Will Smith because he's black and, and Marvin Gaye <laughs> yeah, was. was. He, he, so, yeah. he copied Marvin Gaye's feel of being black. Of being black. He's yeah, yeah. So, she's yeah. suing every black man in America now for copying her dad. plagiarism. Yeah, anyone with a cowbell and a drum beat. Pop music is just knowing who to steal from. 
And in this case, they just they just did they did it a little bit too obviously. Well, yeah, it's what they say. But um, that's what you do is you you take it and then it becomes your own and then you make. Well, they something. say bad writers borrow, good writers steal. But then you that's have to sue Green Day for writing. stealing the Ram- every Ramon song. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. It's a then you sue Blur for stealing from the Who. Yeah. But then you sue the Beatles. Uh, sorry, you sue the Who for stealing from the Beatles, mm. and then you sue uh, I don't know Chuck Berry. You sue the Beatles. For stealing from Chuck Berry, it's yeah. just like it's it's, it's it's a sliding scale. You sue Coldplay for not going away. <laughs> I like Coldplay. Anyway, we've talked about music too much. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. I didn't well, go. Did you go see your mum? Yeah. Ah, oh, bastard! I didn't go see mine. I bought her some lilies. Nice. I got a, a generic, shameful fucking Mother's Day card. Nice. Which was clearly just plucked out of a place. Nice. I, I I bought my mum an expensive card, mm-hmm. four quid. Well, yeah, four you went, quid in foils, yeah. and it said you're a good egg, and then I wrote inside actually you're scrambled, and then but you're still the best mum in the world. That works. She loved it. She's been showing all her friends. Right. You know what a simple woman. Uh, what else happened this week? Uh, Vladimir P- Putin. Putin. Fact, um, Vladimir. That's Putin. a good accent to say. That's a good word to say with a Norfolk accent. Vladimir Putin. Anyway, he went missing. People thought he was dead. He was victim of a coup. And today he's just... What is a coup? You know what a coup is, fuck's sake. No, I don't. Well, it's when a group of people... People up, to, uh, surge the government. Yeah, they overthrow the government. Kick them out. Yeah. Why don't we do that? Um, because we are fat and complacent and... We're staring at our iPads. Yeah. Listening I mean, to our fucking podcasts. Turn this off and go, go uh, burn down the Houses of Parliament. We did do a lot of that shit we, historically. Yeah, we tried to blow it up, and now we now we yeah. celebrate that we burnt the guy that did it or something. Guy Fawkes. Guy Fawkes. Yeah. 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 Always remember the something and something. And remember, the remember something. the fifth of November. Their gunpowder treason and plot. We see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Yeah. Isn't the subliminal message of that like if you over, try to overthrow us, not only are we going to kill you, we're going to hang you. We're going to hang draw you, draw you, you and cause right, you. That's what I don't get about hanging, drawing and quartering. What yeah. order is it in? Can you pick the order cuz I'd be like, "Well, hang me first. <laughs> they hang you a bit, but they don't They kill don't kill you. you. Yeah. So they what? They break your neck. No, that would kill you. So I think they would hang you and then as they were hanging But what's you, the point in hang? Oh, then they draw you. They would what, draw someone, you. They build someone in with a canvas and a paint. Yeah, it took. It, it was agony. It took forever. And they draw you. Yeah, on on. Well, a, now what does that mean when they, you draw someone? They, they open your belly and they take out your innards in front of you. Why do they make it sound nice? What, drawing? Yeah, you draw a bath or you draw a girl in the Titanic with her baps out. <laughs> you know... I mean, it's a oh, he drew day. me. Oh my god, that's he, wow, that's so romantic. No, 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 no. Oh wait, sorry, you misunderstood. He didn't draw me. He cut my belly open yeah, and pulled and my intestines out and wrapped them around his neck and sang a song. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what they did. And everyone gathered and watched. And then quartering, they just quartered the body and sent it to the four corners of the kingdom as a message. What the fuck? As a as a message to everyone with a courier. Well, like an Addison Lee guy yeah, yeah, on a yeah. bike. Well, their age is Addison Lee. It was probably a horse. When horse. you hang on a minute, hang on a minute. How do you even quarter someone? Like a cheese board, like yeah, a cheese yeah. wire. I have no idea. No, they just use a saw. I don't know. But they cut the head off and they put it on the London. Was it London Bridge? They put it on one of the bridges. In no, London. Tower of London. But what are the quarters? Like how you how well, do you quarter a body? Left nip, right nip, left <laughs> leg, right leg. Surely. No, no, because surely it would be head, body, and two legs. No, no, the head is. Oh, and that, so that doesn't count. Yeah, it's yeah, the quarters. No, 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 I don't think so. Oh, and then okay. They quarter the body. So maybe maybe it's um. Two arms, two legs, and a bit of body all round. 
Yeah, or maybe just to But imagine on the being the one where you get, you know, you're up in Scotland and the guy arrives on the horse, he goes, hey, I got a. You signed for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Left a package, but you weren't it? here. What, what Left it? it with the neighbour. <laughs> yeah. Just this really traumatised yeah, yeah, yeah. neighbour. <laughs> I've got a parcel for you! <laughs> <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's, I don't know! It's, it's bleeding on me! This isn't one arse It's given the kids plague! <laughs> yeah. uh, how do we get onto Guy Fawkes now? We've, we've digressed loads. Putin. Um, Vladimir yeah. fucking Putin. Yeah, he, he went missing and people thought he'd died and that he was a victim of a coup. He's he just, was victim... I'm going to translate into Norfolk right. accent for you. He was victim of a coup. And he's just reappeared. When I lived in Norfolk, there was this guy who... We were all, like, 18 and he hooked up with, like, the, the fit girl in the village, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember her name. And uh, I saw him the next day and he left the pub with this girl and we she was, like, 25, yeah. And we were all like, oh my God, how did he do that? And they were kissing. And then he went home. I saw him the next day and I was like, did you did you sleep with her? Uh-huh. And he went, no, it didn't happen. She ended up kicking me out of the house. And I went, what happened? And he went, well, we got home, right? We was kissing, right? <laughs> this is no exaggeration. No. That was his accent. That's okay. the Norfolk accent. Mm-hmm. We was kissing, right? Put my hand up her top. She put her hand down my trousers, right? Right, she takes her shirt off, I take my shirt off, she's standing there in her bra, right? And I looked at her and went, alright, flop them out. <laughs> and she, I don't know what happened, she kicked me out of the house. Wow. I was like, because you said flop them out. Flop them you out. You saw a beautiful young woman in her bra, and she was about to have sex with you, mm. and you looked at her bosom and went flop them out. Unbelievable, right? Why would you do that? If you were a... um. A tyrannical dictator like Putin is. Yes. Like with a shade Are we going back to Putin? Yeah, with a shade of past. Now, when you're in that position, people are trying to kill you. Not only are people in other countries trying to kill you, but people from within are trying to kill you. So mm-hmm. you go really paranoid. Okay. How would you deal with that situation? Ooh, good question. How would you deal with it? Because. Well, everyone trying to kill me. Like well, Obama. Let's well, say I'm know, Obama. Do you know, well, hang on. Do you know. I could be Obama. You, yeah, I suppose. Do you know what I mean? But do you know how they say absolute power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, right? So if you have absolute I've never power, heard that. I've never it's, heard Oscar that Wi- it's Oscar Wilde. Who's that? Well, he's a he's a DJ. Comedian. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but if you have absolute power, you would get fond of it, wouldn't you? You'd be you get fond of the thing where you kind of make eye contact with your your death mob. And if someone just annoyed you, you just give them a little look. Oh, I definitely do that. And then disappear. I would definitely do that. So you disappear, people. Yes, I would kill. I think like, after a while, I think you'd try to you'd start off in that situation trying to be a decent person, but after about six months, you'd just. You know, you're travelling on the tube. Someone Some was, guy eats a McDonald's. Yeah, bad, like you, oh, like you know, you just, just look yeah, over him. The lies. You yeah. wouldn't even verbalise it. Yeah, just, yeah. just be, see yeah. what I'm looking at? Someone look. stands on the wrong side of the escalator. Yeah, yeah. Just look at your, so, your, your security guards. They get bundled okay. off. You'd get fond of that. I would definitely do that. Would, I, 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 I'd feel you, weird. Do you not think that you just like, I'd be, if I was out, I'd, just, I'd always move in diagonal zigzags just to avoid getting snipered. You'd zigzag all the time? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just back and forth, okay. giving a speech, like ducking the have, whole time. Okay, so you'd have a palace. Like, would you go Michael Jackson as well? Would you like buy a theme park and, and like touch walk kids. around it and touch kids <laughs> and walk in zigzags? That's amazing. You'd walk in zigzags. Yeah. Would I have a theme park? I'd love in my to see house? your visits. Why would I have a palace? Oh, so are we talking like fascist dictator? Or are we so talking like um, um, Obama? Because they're two no, slightly no, what different I, what, things. What I'm saying is, you're part. No, you're in a very unstable kind of dictatorship. Where, unstable country that might. Well, you're a dictator, so you're t- you're calling the shots. 
you're, you're not a democratically elected official. Yeah. So basically, you have a secret. No, police. I think I think in all honesty, I'd look after the people because if they don't like you, then you're yeah. fucked, right? But I do think that I would kill people that I hate. Right. Do you know what See? I mean? And I don't mean like politicians that have wronged me. I just mean the fucking guy. You know, the guy who's drunk shouting at you across the street as you walk home. Yeah. Oh, a nice haircut. And I'd be like, yeah, look at this. Bang, dead. <laughs> what else? Should we do the letters? Yeah, let's do the letters. Yeah. Um, every week, you can write in to the show with any problems that you may be having in your life. Be they relationships, work-related, yeah. sexual. And the email address is EBP, <laughs> Excitable Boy Podcast, EBP yeah. at Josh Adashweller.com. Write in. Write in to us or whatever you want. Oh, feel free. Okay, bad kisser. Dear EBP, I'm currently dating a young gentleman named... Well, I'm not going to say his name. Uh, we, we have been seeing each other for a little over a month. Tinder, to date, to another date, to another date, etc. Things have potential, but at the moment I'm a little dubious about the future. He took me ice skating on our third date. Mm. Why? I already don't like him. Why? Why are you going ice skating? It's like he's trying to be in a rom com. He's trying to be in a rom com. <laughs> you know, like pulls a scarf. Kicking through leaves on an autumn day. Uh, third day and stopped and kissed me on the ice. Oh, yeah. Well, he planned that. He went, How can I get off with you without you being able to turn it down? I know. <laughs> Women love ice. No, it's genius. She can't run away. She can't get away. Yeah. yeah. That's why that's why ice skating's romantic. Yeah. Because you can't fucking run away. You can't run away. Yeah. Um, a pretty romantic first kiss, followed by dinner. Problem is, it was an atrocious kiss. Imagine trying to place your entire tongue inside someone's face while simultaneously deciding you want to give them all of your saliva. <laughs> kind of like that. Thinking about it reminds me of the movie Alien. Oh my god. Why? Well, oh, because of the yeah, yeah. big alien with the tongue. He basically gobbed in the mouth. <laughs> Imagine a first kiss where you just lean in. He just goes... <laughs> in their face. <laughs> what, you don't you don't like that? You're not into that? No, you're not. Please help. Love the show. Love the Kenneths. Oh, thank you very much. I like the Kenneths as well. Um Oh, sorry, I missed a bit out. <laughs> I went straight to the compliment. Um I really like him, but if he fucks like he kisses, surely this can go nowhere. What do you do? What would you do? If you don't obey kisser. You just gotta just tell him. You've got yeah. to kind of, but while you're doing it, just show him your style. Um, Jesus. Uh, just, ah, I just, whatever. But you can do it. I just say your... sack it off. Uh, no, no, Get why? rid of him. Why, why? Because if you can't kiss, everyone knows you dance like you fuck, my friend. Yeah, but this is kissing, not dancing. Yeah, and he right now he's doing the white man's overbite. He's dancing out of time, and he's wearing boot-cut jeans, and he insisted on going to the middle of the dance floor with that fucking kiss. Right. That's not what you want. You want a guy who's just confidently dancing in his zone. Yeah. You know? A comfortable kiss. And if you're going to have to teach him how to kiss, you're probably going to have to teach him how to have sex. And no one wants to do that. That's what cougars are for. Yes. Try to set him up with an older woman. <laughs> Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> yeah. Take him to a dance with lots of older women. Oh, I see what you're saying. And just leave him there. And then, and then come back six months later. Six months later, yeah. I just, whatever. I think, okay, okay, let's put it this way. Okay. If you're 18 to 25 and he's a bad kisser, then maybe stick with it. If you're over 25, sack him off. And there it is. There you go. Next question. Next question. It's the next question of a podcast. Um, I hate going out. Dear EBP, I'm a first year university student in Manchester studying a, a subject. Why can't you tell me? Because I don't want to. You don't want to reveal. You don't know how much this person's going to reveal in the email. My life is your cliche student life: loans, studies, halls. Halls for anyone listening that doesn't live in England. Halls is a student accommodation. Like dorm, yeah, stuff. Here's the thing: I hate everyone I live with. I don't hate them as such. I just hate the lifestyle. The toast, the noodles, the booze, the need to get drunk as often as possible, as often as you can. The studentness of student life, if that makes sense. I'm sure everyone thinks I'm boring, but I'd rather stay in than go to God knows where, wearing minuscule clothing. Is this a girl? Wearing minuscule clothing, I just assumed it was a guy. Um, yeah, spending all of my loan getting out on getting out of my mind drunk. I'm pretty sure I'm getting a reputation as the most boring girl there you go, on campus, but I just hate that I'm meant to succumb to student life so much. I want to be in a room where I can hear people talking, you know? Yeah, I know. Uh, should I give in and go out more? Am I a crazy person? Am I going to end up owning lots of cats and shouting out of the window at youths? Yes, you'll probably end up doing that, but not because you don't like going out. Well, you know, I went to University of Manchester. Oh, no way. Yeah, and I, um, and I know exactly what that is. And, um, yeah, it is pretty inane and stuff, but you should use that time at university if you know what you want to do and stuff. Just just hang around. You'll find those people where yeah. you want to hang about. There's a great place called Matt and Fred's Jazz Club on Oldham Street. Why are you laughing? It's like a specific you are. Matt and Fred's Jazz Club. There's a nice place to go where you can hear yourself talk and watch some good music. What's it called again one more time? Matt and Fred's Jazz Club. Great. On Oldham good plug. Street. Good just, plug. Just off uh, the Piccadilly Square. Or maybe don't be in Manchester because it's gross. <laughs> just put an hour there. It's, it's, it's going to get better, but it's a name because everyone's just doing the same I, thing because that's the thing <clears> that's done. As someone who never went to halls, okay, as someone who I don't really like going to places anyway. Never enjoyed nightclubs. I stayed in halls once because I didn't. I got kicked out of university, so I never got to experience halls. And I stayed uh, when I was touring years and years and years ago. I would um, uh, stay at people's halls when I was playing in their cities, so I didn't have to pay for a hotel. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind how how like savage it was. Like everyone, I remember some girl making a pina colada out of not pina colada ingredients and taking a sip and being like, "Oh, it tastes like cum." 
I just specifically remember that. Mm-hmm. And then just you know, yeah, it's crazy. It's in, it's it's like a fucking animal house because it's it's kids who have been at home their whole lives yeah. and then all of a sudden there's no like middle halfway no, house they don't get educated. it's like here you go here's a place where you can get cunted all the time mm-hmm. and it's fucking cheap oh and also here's a shitload of money yeah students student life is fucked up and yeah there's nothing wrong with wanting to just stay in your room and be an adult yeah. you know what i mean i don't think i think it's a social pressure it's not adult uh, granted you know I mean, I always thought I'd regret it as I got older. Like that, I you still have crazy nights, but you don't have them five nights a week. And I always thought when I, you know, when all my friends were going out and getting mashed, like I always felt like I'd regret it one day. I'd never regretted it. I think there are people in uh, Manchester who are exactly like you. You've just got to find them. Mm. And I think you should throw yourself into your course mm. and do some lots of interesting stuff like that. And then you'll meet those people. And then you'll have those nice dinner parties and you'll just talk about interesting shit yeah. and drink some nice wine. And then you'll go and take over the world in five years. Yeah. So it'll be great. And you won't have the insane debt yeah. that those people have. Well, you will, but you would have spent it on, on good things rather than fake pina coladas and condoms. Did that help? Well, Basically, did- people are idiots and just do what you want to do. Unless it hurts other people. Done. There you go. Okay. Um, Princess Diana. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast. My girlfriend has a small frame picture of Princess Diana in her bedroom. Is it fucked up or am I overreacting? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not overreacting. Well, hang on. Why has she got a framed picture of Princess Diana in the what? bed? It's That's small... literally all it says. My girlfriend. Dear podcast. My girlfriend has a small. He's put small. It's small. Fra- so I imagine so it's, it's on the port- bedside so table, ne- next to some scented candles and a dead yeah, dog. Yeah. Picture it's, of a dead you dog. You get to look at it when you're having. Not a an actual dead dog. Yeah, yeah. A picture of of, of an old dog. Fine. Fine. You know, your parents. A picture of your parents that you turn to the wall when you're giving a blowjob. You know. But and would Diana. You, would you do that with Diana though too? No, I think it would spur me on. She's the queen of hearts. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend has a small frame picture of Princess Anna in her bedroom. Is that fucked up or am I overreacting? No, that's not That's not fucked up. Having a pic- I think having pictures of any of your friends in your bedroom is weird. She just admires Princess Diana. Okay. I think it's all right, isn't it? Mm, you know what? Can you write back in and just let us know what she's doing in the photo? Is it a press photo? Is it Diana at ease? You know, is it is it Diana at rest? Um, is it her with, with Charles? There's more to it. Have you engaged her in conversation about it? Well, obviously he hasn't. Well, you know, yeah, he hasn't. So it's the elephant in the room, isn't it? So mm. you should just say, well, sweetheart, why why have you got... And then she'll have a story. She'll do you say, know what you should do? Put a picture of Dodie Al-Fayed in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> do that. That's an amazing idea. Do that. Get a picture of Dodie. Yeah. Put it on one side of the bedroom and a picture of Charles on the other. Yeah. And just... Just see see if she asks. Yeah. 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 Start bringing in other characters into mm. this. Maybe Kate Qu- Middleton. Kate Middleton, the Queen. The Queen. Maybe a corgi. A, an actual corgi. An actual corgi. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next time you, you're getting it on, just like angle the picture even more towards you, <laughs> instead of turning it away, like angle it more towards you. And then if she looks up, like that's weird. Just go, yeah, I want her to see this. Was she always a princess? Or did she marry him and become a princess? What's that? What do you mean? Of course she wasn't always a princess. Well, she might have been, like, royalty. 
No. You know, they love marrying inside their own little weird incest circle. See, that's why she was the people's princess. Oh, so she wasn't a princess. Like, she was basically the you same as... start a princess, and then marry and become double princess. <laughs> princess, princess. What the fuck are you talking well, about? Well, princess, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know, I'm just asking. I don't know. No, she wasn't. Kay Middleton wasn't a princess, was she? No. And now she is. You can't be princess, princess. But you could be a princess and marry a prince. And then you become a queen, and she, he becomes a king. Two things happened the day Princess Diana died. One, I was pissed off that there was no cartoons on. Right. right? right. Another thing was I was pissed off because there was no radio. May she rest in peace. Right? right. And the other thing was the, the, the assembly at school when it was the funeral. Every, all the girls were crying. Yeah. I was like, why are you... What? My mum, she woke me up to tell me. Wow, why? She just knocked on my door. Diana, hey, morning Tim, uh, major cup yeah, of tea. Ba- There's uh, some Rice Krispies coming. Or ba- we got some nice bacon from the, <laughs> yeah. the farmer's market. Yeah. By the way, Diana's dead. Bye. And that was it. And I, and I re- remember I wasn't really, I didn't really care as much as anyone else did. No, it was weird. It was a sad story, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't sad, died, I'm saying it's an eight-year-old boy. But like this whole national you, outpouring of grief was really fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it wasn't tragic. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. Just saying, as a nine-year-old who's at school all week, you want you want to watch your cartoons, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I s- still feel robbed of that weekend. Ask her the question and then write back. And I'm saying, put a picture of Dodie in your bedroom. Yeah, that's happens. right. Yeah, here we go. Dear EBP, two weeks ago I got stopped by some Mormons on the way home. <laughs> Hang on, Mormons. That's not how you pronounce it. Mormons. No, Mormons. M- Mormons. It's not Mormons, it's Mormons. Dear EBP, two weeks ago I got stopped by some Mormons on the way Mormons. home. Mormons. I was in a rush as I no, was... No, sorry, Mormons. Mormons. I was trying to be funny. Dear EBP, <laughs> two weeks ago I got stopped by some Mormons on the way home. <laughs> I was in a rush as I was going somewhere that evening, and so I asked if I could have a book of Mormon as I am genuinely interested in it in an atheist kind of way. They gave me a card with a website called I Am A Mormon written on it and left me. The next day, I turn up at my, they turn up at my house. Wow. I have no idea how they knew where I lived, as I did not show them where I lived. <laughs> so they must have followed me home. My housemate answered the door as I was not in. He had a conversation and a prayer with them. <laughs> and then, brackets, like a dick, gave them my number. No, that's not him being a dick. That's him being fucking hilarious. <laughs> Basically, I've had about three phone calls. Wow, this is just harassment. Three voicemails and four texts from the sisters, with them showing up at my house at least once every two weeks, even when I've texted back saying I'm not interested. I do not want to hurt them, as they are always nice people, but I, and I feel sorry for them, as they believe in, let's not lie, a cult. What the fuck do I do? Well, for one, they didn't necessarily follow you home. They might have just been doing the rounds in your area. Mm-hmm. For two, anyone texting and calling you that much in when it's unsolicited is harassment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and three... Mm, okay, here's what I'd do. I'd find out where they live and say, yeah, I really want to come talk to you. What, where's your house? And just go over and just knock on their door and just try and talk to them about something that you absolutely love. But they don't need to love back. Like just let's just say you love uh, uh, trifle or custard. You just knock on their door. You find out where they live. You go knock on the Mormon's door and just talk to them and never steer the subject away from how much you love custard. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's all you do. Yeah, and you freak them out. Mm-hmm. Just freak them out. Just talk to them incessantly about something that you just bought that you cannot. You're amazed at how good this stain remover spray is. 
mm-hmm. and just talk, don't never steer the subject away from that. But I don't think the lesson would be received at all. Would it? Yeah, I think they'd be like, that guy's weird. Yeah, and they wouldn't bother you. That's the only way you can out-weird... Because we've said this on the show before, knocking on anyone's door to talk about something you really like is fucking insane, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't matter if it's religion or if you're selling something or whatever. Just knocking on a stranger's door and going, hey, I'd really like to talk to you about garden furniture. I just love it. Are you trying to sell it to me? Yes, but no. You don't need to give me any money. I'll give you some. I just want you to believe in it. I just want you to believe in this garden furniture. That's fucking insane. You can fight weird with weird. Yeah. That's what I say. That's a good idea. You have to outweird them, mm-hmm. you know? Or you could kill them. Just kill them. How? Well, you wait till they get to the door, yeah. right? They go up to little people. What about you? What if you go? You go just a minute. Why don't you go home alone on them? What's that? You go to their house. No, they come to yours. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. invite them in. Yeah, you invite them in. You've set traps. You set traps. No, I was just thinking. <laughs> let them come to the door. Go in a minute, and then you line up some kind of heavy object the other side of the door, and then go through the door. And flatten them. And then Macaulay Culkin comes out. But Macaulay Culkin will be older now. How old is Macaulay Culkin now? 30. So a 30 year old Macaulay Culkin will then come out and just go, What's the line from the film? Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Yeah, just get Macaulay, ring Macaulay Culkin up. He doesn't work. Buzz, your girlfriend! He doesn't work for Woof! No one cares. Yeah, about, they do. People your... are listening going, I am so impressed with how well he knows Home Alone. He must have not had sex at all in his teenage years. <laughs> and that's true. And you would be completely accurate. Yep. Um, okay, my I'm going the other way. I'm saying just go home alone. Just invite them around, but lay loads of traps. Mm-hmm. So they open the door and a flamethrower goes off in their face. Mm-hmm. Or a stapler shoots out in their balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you've laid Christmas decorations on the floor so they take their shoes off because you've tarred the floor. Yeah. And, and and play a tape record on loop which says simply God created this mm. God created this mm. God created this as all this kind of how do you do this is Peter McAllister and hopefully they'll the receive father. the message I'd like a hotel room please with an extra large bed a TV and one of those little refrigerators you have to open with a key credit card you got it what's that I'm alone I, look you're cutting other people like there's loads of people listening you don't give a shit yeah, they all they're all impressed. That was no, like, not. That's Home Alone too. That was Home Alone too. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it for the show. We hope you enjoyed the quotes uh, and uh, also the other things that happened in the show that weren't as good as the quotes. We hope you enjoyed the show. I quoted the shit out of this the uh, last five minutes of that show. <laughs> Thank you. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Thank you for joining us. We uh. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stop singing. Sorry. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Speak to you next week. Join us for more nothing. Get out of here, you nosy little pervert, or I'm going to slap you silly. Oh, Frankie, you're cooking. Chicago? No, Sheboygan. Anyway, thanks, guys. AKA, kiss me, poker. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, guys, Harry. thanks for joining us. Don't press the thing. We haven't finished yet. Harry. I've got, we've got to find a clean ending without this shit. That's a good impression. We've got to find a clean ending without this shit. Home Alone quotes. Okay, guys, Bye. thanks for joining. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.